It's cutting into your exercise time. It's stabbing you in the back nine. And it's attacking your peace of mind. It's pain, and it's getting in between you and the life you want to live. CBD Medic targets your pain at its source. It's fast-acting relief with active OTC ingredients, plus the added benefits of THC-free hemp oil. Get back to your life with CBD Medic, available online and at CVS. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Shanghai Chronicles, hey. Shanghai Chronicles, hey. Shanghai Chronicles, hey. Hey, hey, hey. Pop it because it's Shanghai Chronicles, hey. Pop it because it's Shanghai Chronicles, hey. I got the tea, I got the tea, I got the tea. If you don't pop it with me, he. I got the tea, I got the tea, I got Shanghai. I got the tea, I got the tea, I got Shanghai. Chronicles, Shanghai. Chronicles, Shanghai. America, twerk is something. What you won't do? I got the tea. Shanghai Chronicles. Shanghai Chronicles. Hey, hey, twerk it, hey, twerk it. Shanghai, hey, hey, Chronicles. Shanghai Chronicles. Shanghai. Hey, good people. Welcome to Shanghai Chronicles, episode eighty-six. Savages, and yes, I did get that from Future Song. My savages, my savages. Yeah, if y'all know that, um, it has been a good month of July. Good people, cancer season has been lit as hell. Thank you to everyone that wished me happy birthday. Thank you to everyone that came to Atlanta with me. I had so much fun. Okay. Um, Atlanta is lit, okay, it was so lit because when I went in March for my friend's Am's birthday, I was like, you know what, I gotta go back, so I'm like, what can I do for my birthday, like, you know, I normally do the club, get bottled, whatever, I'm like, you know what, I'm gonna travel somewhere, I'm gonna take my ass back to Atlanta, so I go back to Atlanta, <sighs> The fucking grits down there. I eat grits here. My mother makes grits. It'd it be good. But they put something in them grits down there. Because them grits down there, they on a different type of level grits. The grits are so good. And the food is good. Then I went to the strip club. I went to Blue Flame. And like I told everybody, like Blue Flame is like a Norma Jean's. If you like, if you're from Baltimore, you know Norma Jeans. It's like a, a Norma Jeans, but on like a three thousand level. Like normally, I try to negotiate myself into the club. Like I don't think you know at a certain age I should be paying again to the club. That's just how I am, especially as a female. So this time, I did no negotiation. I was just like, let me in this bitch. Got into the club. I'm walking her money. People, it was just a, ooh, it was an experience. I just had me a good-ass time in Blue Flame. And then I went to the cookout and got some food. That was my first time ever there. Even though I know we have one here in D.C. or Maryland, wherever. That's my first time. And the food was good as shit. And then on Sunday, my actual birthday, I went to a brunch. You know, we were going to do this brunch for Amber's birthday. But it was like, no, it looked bougie. So we're not going to do it. Psh. 
bougie ain't that bitch was lit it was nothing bougie about it the food was amazing the atmosphere was amazing it was lit in there and then i went to the boogaloo and got a table and end up seeing young jock so young jock walks in there you know the things that i'm noticing about the people celebrities in atlanta they don't really have no security because i guess you know they're like reality stars so like they probably you know they don't need security so young jock walks in the boogaloo like it's nothing walked up to him daft him like you know it's my birthday blah 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 he's like happy birthday and then i go back to my shit my section scoping out all the hood niggas whatever then you know when i'm about to leave I run into Scrappy, and he's coming inside, and I see Bambi. Then the security guard was, like, extra hyped to take a picture with Bambi before I even was extra, you know, hyped. And um, she's sweet as a button, pretty tall. Like, it was just amazing. So I had a good-ass time there. And, you know, the Boogaloo, I went back, of course, because the food was good, and we were there for Am's birthday. So I was like, okay, I got to go back to the Boogaloo, but I got to do the Boogaloo day party. So I had a blast. But all in all, this is sum everything up. My birthday was amazing. Thank you to everyone. Thank you to my mother for having me on July 14th. And, you know, I'm a beautiful cancer, okay? Even though cancer season ends on the 22nd, it's okay, good people. We're the best. And don't let any other sign or any other person tell you that cancers are not the best because we are. So, shout out to us. So, let's get into the show. I'm going to talk my shit about my experiences, okay? So, damn America. Um... Marianne Williamson, she gives directions. So, of course, she, uh, if you guys watch the presidential, um, not the presidential, but the Democratic debate, whatever, for people that's running for presidency, Marianne, uh, Marianne Williamson, she was there, but she was on the far, like, she was on the end. She had, like, on the turquoise blue, whatever. She said much, but when she said what she had to say, bitch was on point. Um, so she did a 2018 Love American tour and it was at the Unity of Houston and she told them basically, look, find your nearest black person and touch them and apologize for any past injustice done by white people. Now hold up, sis. It was like basically, you know how you go to church and the pastor tell you to tap the next person and, you know, you know, anoint them or pray for them or, you know, that they be like, oh, tell your neighbor this and tell your neighbor that. This is what she did. This is kind of what she did. And this is the thing. A lot of people I feel, because this is like the next topic, are doing any and everything they can think of to get the black people vote. Because, you know, the black people vote is a vote that really is going to count this election. Because a lot of a lot of candidates know if they don't have the black people vote, then it ain't going to be that much. Like, the Hispanic vote is probably going to be big as well. But the Hispanic vote is going to really also determine certain things because of just things that are happening with the whole border patrol, the kids in the cages, things like that. But the black people vote, 
happened. It's black people vote is something. Like, people are, like, literally fighting for it. Like, I don't know. They're doing and saying any and everything. But this little piece right here just touched me because I'm like, oh, damn. She going out here and doing what? Okay. I, I might like her a little bit. So... This lady, basically, she said, like, she described a moment, gathered the all-black people in the audience to stand, and she asked the white people to join them in the hand. And sewing, sewing was grabbed by what she believes to be a mother and daughter as they began to follow Williamson's apology. She, ba um, like, the lady that was there, she was just, she was just like, look, I would never would have thought that I need an apology from white people. But it, but she was like, but it felt like I was crying for my grandmother, my great-grandmother, and all the people who endured and died because of the hate in this country. So, mind you, this little lady, this candidate, a lot of people were, like, when they had their final words, a lot of people, you know, she was trending on Twitter. She was, like, known to be, like, I forgot what they said, that she was, like, known, like, what they was, like, calling her. But... She's an author or writer or something, so I don't know how she is into politics, but I do encourage people to do their research on her because she seems like somebody who, I can't even say that she seems like somebody who's going to get the job done because at this point, who actually can get the job done? Like, that's just the thing. Like, who can actually get the job done? Even if we put a woman in there, like, could a woman could a woman really get the job done? And I'm not trying to come against my women or anything like that and say they're not capable. But it's just like, you know, when you go into this office with this presidency, the other president before you has fucked up so bad. It's just like, okay, now you have to focus on this because this was fucked up. And then you have to focus on that because that was fucked up. So it's just like, okay, what exactly are they going to help or do? or try to change so I just encourage people to really do their research on her I like her she was like one of the ones that stood out to me and then um the Chinese guy he stood out to me a little bit but this one right here she really stood out to me and this is before I even you know came across this video or whatever I was just like oh kind of like her like let me look her up a little bit so you know if i've been doing my little research on her studying her and she seems okay um she seems you know pretty uh straightforward about a couple of things so i liked her uh but my thing is too like you know even though these white people are apologizing you know i feel like is this an act for you to get votes you know because at the end of the day those are just the people that were there to see you you know let's not think let's not forget about all the other thousands of white people that are probably racist and you know dislike black people or hispanics and you know were out there and didn't get to come to this rally so you know i feel like you know the black vote at this point I don't think that people should just try to sell us anything just to give us anything. I think if anything, they should really mean and uh, honor everything that they're saying when it comes to black people. Um, I didn't hear anything in the Democratic uh, debate that was for black people not nothing and that brings me into the second topic where the democratic debate round two was coming up i believe like next week in july or something and it's the same people 
the same candidates. I thought it would change. Um, so it's going to be two nights, July 30th and July 31st. Uh, so we still have the same people. So you have Michael Bennett, Joe Biden, Cory Booker, um, Julian Castro, New York mayor, uh, the former Merlin mayor, John Delaney. Uh, you have, uh, Kamala Harris. Uh, you have... Vito, uh, who else? You have Bernie Sanders, um, Andrew Yang, you know, so you have all of these people. Um, do we want to see these same people again? I don't know. Like, I really thought they were going to drop some of these people and some of them were not going to make the second debate. But apparently they must have did so good that they made it. I just don't appreciate all of these candidates. I don't think that we need all of these candidates. And I just honestly cannot wait to see who actually drops down. Now, like I told y'all last week, Kamala Harris, she is the person to watch because you know they feel that she can go neck and neck with so i mean with uh trump she can go head to head with him because she went head to head with joe biden and they're actually on the second night so the lineup the first night you have the lady williamson that i was just talking about uh ryan you have sanders warren uh, uh beto Bullock, Delaney, then the second night, I think the second night is probably maybe the best night. Uh, you have Bennett, Castro, Booker, Biden, Harris, Yang, uh, and then the New York mayor. So the second night may be the night to watch. Now, why did they put Bernie Sanders on the second night? I don't know. That maybe this was their way of kind of switching it up just to see how everyone, you know, the different reviews and debates and things like that. So, but they knew what they was doing putting the second night with Biden and Harris because from the first debate, they, you know, got into it. So we'll see how that goes with them again. But with all of these candidates, I feel like we just need to hurry up and narrow it down. Um, I feel like it's too many of them. Um, and I think it's because all of them pretty much want Trump gone. But at the end of the day, what can we do? I encourage everyone, do your research. Do your research. You know, just because Kamala Harris can go against Trump and debate doesn't mean that she, you know, is for the American people or, or in that fact, for black people. Um, so just think about certain things when you're watching the debate. And then I, then I encourage everyone to watch the debate, like watch the debate, watch them. Um, even though your favorite show may be on that night that the debate comes on, you always have a way that you can record the show, but make sure you watch it because this is going to really educate you. And then it's really going to also show you who is for you. So I really encourage everyone to watch it. Um, who do I have right now? I have no one. Um, I really am siding, you know, independent. I don't have anyone that I like, anyone that I'm really rooting for, but I'm researching a couple of people. Um, do I feel that Trump may win this next election? There is a slight chance. Uh, what that chance may be, I don't know. But it's something geared towards. And to be honest with you, I really think Trump wants this shit to be over. Like, 
I don't think he wants to even do this shit anymore. I think he did it. He tried it. It's off his bucket list. And it's just like, damn, who's going to hurry up and take my place? Like, I don't really think he wants it anymore. Even, you know, too much cares about it. But you never know. But damn America. Democratic debate round two. Everyone, please watch. Please do your research on the candidates. Please understand certain things about the candidates and then you'll be able to you know know what's going on be educate yourself uh, make sure that the people that you are looking at make sure they have your interest make sure that they you know understand but the thing that's so crazy is like the presidential debate is very big yes we understand that like this is huge they're taking over united states but the thing that really is important is your people that represent you, represent your city, represent your ward, wherever you live. Those are the people that matter because those are the people that are going to change certain things within your state, within your city, wherever you live. So I feel like those people are very, very, very important. And those people also that you should be researching and getting to know and going out to events and things like that. So... You know, it just it just takes a lot of your time and a lot of patience and research, which I know that all of us have. So we should be able to, you know, dig in, dig deep and figure these things out. So we shall see. Uh, so let's get into our rising star. So our rising star, we have Stormy Steele. Uh, so I came across her on Instagram. Uh, she has like a beauty care line. Um so let me get to her she you could probably follow her on instagram um her thing is like canvas beauty or something like that that's what it's called okay so she's a natural hair care stylist uh she's known for like healthy care products her ability to help her clients achieve long lengths in a short time frame she began making her own hair care products in 2012 and then by 2015 with the help of her products alone she was able to go from a pixie cut to mid back back length hair so the product does wonders. Uh, she knew then it was time for her to not only share her products with her clients, but to share them with the world. So since then, she has released Canvas Beauty, and it has helped thousands of women and men restore their confidence in their hair. Her mission is to reach as many people as possible and always provide the best quality products that actually produce results. So shout out to her. Um, she does have an Instagram um, you can follow her Instagram at Canvas Girl Beauty. Uh, so that's where you can see her stuff. Um, I haven't tried the product. Even though I am natural, I do tend to um, research certain things. I just don't just buy the products because they can be very expensive. But uh, she does look like she has um, a good little product here. So shout out to her. Um, she's our rising star for today. And yet again, you can look her up on Instagram. And I'm sure that um, she'll have pictures and things like that. So if you're looking to like grow your hair and stuff. So check that out. Uh, so let's get into everything that I was doing in Atlanta, which was twerking and having a good time. And looking at the bitches twerk at Blue Flame. Let me tell you something. I learned some shit at Blue Flame. I learned me some twerking tips, okay? For all of you that say I can't twerk, a bitch has learned 
some things. Okay, I've learned how to twerk it. So, speaking of twerking and strippers, so you know, we all have seen Jermaine Dupree. Yes. You know, did his little comments and talk about, you know, he hasn't really, you know, found, seen a rapper out yet that's not talking about stripping or fucking or whatever. And, you know, he wants to make it up to people. He wants to do like this rap battle or whatever like that. And I just feel like this whole little rap battle thing, it's cool. But the thing that I didn't like about Jermaine Dupree is like this. You're mad because the women rappers are talking about their lifestyles or things they've been through. But these niggas is out here talking about fucking this. Except for Future. Except for Future. Because Future be speaking to these bitches, but they don't be listening. These rappers are out here like, oh, I want to fuck this. I got all these diamonds. I got this money. I put the molly in her drink. Blah, 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 blah. But you come at the women. So I feel like this little cipher that you want to put together, we don't need it. It's not, we don't, you know, we didn't ask for it. If anything, I feel like we should bring back the show that Big Tigger used to do. And I think I said this on a long, on a show long, long. Um, in the basement or back in the basement, something like that. And at the end, they used to show all the rap videos in the beginning. And then at the end, everybody would get in the booth or whatever if you were a guest and you would just like rap. Like, I think we should bring that back. Like, that was cool with BET. Like, I like that show. Maybe that's something that we can do, like bring something like that back. But I feel like when you say this, you're like coming at the female rappers and not even that it's not even really about coming at the female rappers it's just the fact that you're just showing that you don't have any hope or you know you don't really see majority of the female rappers these days going anywhere and yes you're still like producing songs for the brat but the brat hasn't even put out a single we haven't heard shit from her and what exactly would she be rapping about if she, you know, came out? Like, you know, at the end of the day, this is what we want to hear. We want to hear, you know, pussy popping. We want to hear, oh, this nigga's going to buy me this. Like, this is what we want to hear. So, if we were to take a score with the hot girls summer and the city boys summer, the city boys are down about, fits, about we're going to get y'all about down by like 20 points. Because that little comment he made, it was just like, okay, it wasn't like, like, we didn't need it, we didn't ask for it, we didn't care. Like, you know, it was just like, okay, why did you even mention it, who who asked for it? But at the end of it all, like, I'm just like, it's Jermaine Dupree. Like, why the fuck did we care about him? He's small like a fucking ant. Teeth is messed up. You know, he does have money, but he's not, like somebody that we really honestly care about like it's not at all but you know he's like non-avoid pretty much non-avoid um 
you know, even though I can't stand when Cardi goes on her rants, Cardi made a good point. She was like, you know, this is what the fuck we want to talk about. Like, I want to talk about my pussy. I love my pussy. Like, my pussy is everything. Like, this is what I want to say. Just like niggas talk about their dick. They think their dick is bringing bitches home. They think their dick is gold. They think their dick is, like, putting in the work. And, you know, majority of the time, niggas not putting in the work. And then majority of the time... These niggas be broke, but with bad dick, you know, with good dick. So it's just like, you know, certain things and niggas want to rap about it. So that's what they rap about. But who are you to even tell us otherwise? Like maybe he, maybe he felt like one of them was going to come to him and like ask him to produce something. I don't know. I don't, I just didn't understand what was the whole point of it, but you know, we got it. Um, I was going to, like, go down the line with the stuff that I had. But this fucking tea I have right here. So, I know y'all seen the Carmelo Anthony and Lala picture going around. And they said this, the hot girls is down by, like, a thousand points. But, actually, we're up. And we're still lit. Um, Listen, people. They still have to co-parent. So, they're at the basketball game for Cayenne. They still have to co-parent. You know, he don't know what's going on. He just, you know, sees his parents together. But the T actually is this. So, Mello and his mother, Mello, Mello and the daughter mother, so the, the, the daughter that he had on Lala, her mother and Mello is, like, getting into some shit. So... Apparently, she's going to file a restraining order against him due to him threatening her after she made a post last. So, last week, she made this post. Remember when it was like Mello was on the yacht with the girl that he claimed was dead with the husband, but we never saw the husband. So, she threatened, uh, he threatened her after she made that post last week about him basically being a deadbeat father. So apparently Mello and his daughter mother have an NDA and they have it for like five years. She wasn't supposed to post a child or mention him at all. So in the NDA that she signed, she's not supposed to post a child. She's not supposed to talk about the child, no nothing. So now Mello is threatening to take her take the daughter away from the mother and make her life a living hell and she's pissed. So Lala apparently is in Melo's ear like telling him how to handle the situation and also apparently harassing the baby mother. So it was like Lala and her friend hit up Melo's baby mother over the over the post that the baby mother did and made and the baby mother I guess she did a video for TMZ at the mid court. Okay, so this is what happened. I'm, I'm getting this all wrong. So Lala and her friend hit up Melo's baby mother over the post his baby mother made about him doing a video for TMZ after being caught with the girl. Okay, so remember, he did a video for TMZ apologizing to Lala, saying, you know, that's not what it is, what they see on the yacht. She, The girl got a husband, husband we ain't see, just them laying on the yacht or whatever. Basically, bullshit-ass post. So... The NDA does not allow her to do that, so she broke the terms of the agreement. And now Mello is about to sue her if she doesn't sign a new NDA and go into mediation. But this is the real tea. The tea is that Lala wasn't talking about the girl and Mello on the boat when she posted the heart. 
she was talking about Mello's baby mother because Lala finally saw a photo of Mello and the baby together. Now, Lala is giving the baby mother two options, which is that the baby mother shut up or Lala walks from Mello completely. So, Lala wants the baby mother under a new non-disclosure with new terms. And if you didn't know this, Mello and his baby mother had a full relationship for a while. And he even made her quit her job so he could move her to New York. Bitches. Okay. <laughs> All right. So. he had <laughs> Mello is with Lala. He has a whole relationship with the fucking sad bitch. Sad bitch quit her job. Move her to New York. Side bitch is set. She didn't sign the NDA for five years. Broke the NDA because she posted and talked about him. Posted the daughter, whatever. So, he made promises. Of course, niggas love to promise shit. So, Melo made promises to be there for the child. But the last time he saw his daughter was in June. And before that, it was September of last year. Mello would fly out his baby mother and put her in hotels for weeks at a time. And Mello would spend... Five days with his baby mother while Lala would just be calling him. So basically, okay. So you with the baby mother, you spending time with the baby mother. Lala just blowing your phone up. You not answering for your wife because you with the baby mother. You with the side girl. Now, Mello would just ignore her, of course. Now, Mello is trying to save his family while claiming he wants to be a father to the daughter. However, he doesn't want his daughter mother posting anything about him or their daughter. He basically wants the baby mother to act like she never had a baby. The baby mother never took any photos of her pregnancy or had a baby shower. She has no photos whatsoever due to the NDA. When the baby mother sent Lala's friend the images of Mello and his daughter together, Mello flipped out and made some serious threats. So she's filing a restraining order against him. Mello doesn't want to tell his son that he cheated on Lala and had a baby. So the NDA was supposed to stop that from happening. But the baby mother started posting their child despite the five-year agreement. Mello only threatens the baby mother when Lala scares him with the divorce. And right now, they're going through it. So both Lala and Mello wants the baby mother to sign the new NDA. Mello and his baby mother also have a parent agreement as well, but he broke that two years ago when he decided when he decided seeing his daughter a total of four times since her birth was enough. Okay, so this shit is messy. Alright. So <laughs> I couldn't do this shit. So Last last week I was saying like, you know, Lala throw this whole nigga away. But clearly she loves this nigga. And clearly she still wants to be with this nigga. Whether this nigga is on a yacht with 40 bitches and 40 husbands that don't exist. She wants to be with this nigga. Um, the thing is, this side girl. You clearly know that she was going to have to sign the NDA. You Like, I don't give a fuck if this nigga was promising you two fucking mansions and two boats. And any other thing. The thing that's so crazy about this is like, you signed the NDA. I'm guessing you got fed up, pissed, and 
out of spite, you like, fuck it, I'm gonna do what I wanna do. Now, the thing is, we were gonna, we were going to see the picture of this baby, whether this NBA was for 10 years, six years, we were going to see this baby. I don't give a fuck what they say, how they thought it was not, we were gonna see this baby. So, Lala, I feel now is like, I feel like now it has kind of like hit her that he actually has a kid because I can't see her acting like this unless it like finally hit her like, damn, this nigga really cheated on me. Like this nigga cheated and had a whole fucking baby. I got to tell my 12 year old kid that he got a little sister, but it ain't bad, you know, like shit like that. So I think it like finally hit her. So that's why like, she's going so hard and in Melo's ear. Cause she's like, yo, you need to fucking handle this. Like get it together. So Melo still ain't shit. Like he's still a nothing ass nigga. And unfortunately, there are some women out there and bitches out there that love nothing ass niggas. And, you know, she did say, Lala said that she was going to have a hot girl summer and how she ain't need no nigga, whatever. So, you know, maybe her hot girl summer is, you know, still going to be hot, but it's going to be hot with signed ass NDAs. So, listen, all I can do... (laughs) At this point, it's just not my business because at this point, the shit is messy. And at this point, I feel like Melo is just doing any and everything that he needs to do to keep both bitches, excuse me, and he's not trying to get in either one of them. And if you were in his shoes, niggas, why would you want to? Like, why would you want to get rid of two bitches? I mean, at this point, he might as well just move the bitches in together. They might as well just be a little happy family, fucking sister wives, whatever, and just call it call it what it is, a spade a spade. So, don't even throw the nigga away, Lala. Just keep the cheating ass nigga. I mean, honestly, where is Melo getting his money from? He hasn't won a fucking championship. I don't even think, is he on a team? Is he still with the Knicks? Does he do the Summer League? Does he do um, overseas? Like, what the fuck actually is he doing? Like, this, this moving back to Baltimore at this point. Ship his ass back to Baltimore. Because I just don't know what he do. Like, I just don't know where the money coming from. How they making any money. Like, where's the money? So... Hmm. I'm just, I'm just lost. I, I don't know. Just, just throw the nigga away. Just, just toss him. Let him go. Toss his ass. Just, just gone. Just bye. Uh, so I just, that just, God, that just took me back. Like, had a whole relationship. And this is, this is why I encourage you ladies to listen to Future because before you get yourself in these fucking situations, Future will already tell you what the situation is the day that you give that nigga your number. The day that you give that nigga that your number, just go back in your car, turn on Future, and he will fucking tell you everything. And then you'll be texting that nigga like, don't call me. Because Future is the Bible for bitches. And bitches don't understand it. I Listen, when I post on Instagram about Future, it's not because I want to fuck him or I love him. I just want to hang out with that nigga for one day one day that's it that's all I need I just need one day to hang out with that nigga and just be seeing like just just to see like 
oh, oh, okay, Fuge, that's what's that. Like, just to see what the fuck going on. But nobody want to listen to me at all, but whatever. Uh, so, I seen the Black China previews on my phone because I'm not subscribing to that fucking channel because she went $4. And Tokyo Tony is DC as shit, ghetto as fuck. And I didn't think they were going to play that episode that's the first episode, but they gave it to us real good. So... Will the season be good for the rest of the season? I don't know. Um, you can just watch on fucking Shave Room or Instagram for the clips. And if you don't want to subscribe to that network that she's on, I never even heard the network. But, you know, at this point, it is what it is. Black China, you know, I still have a love and hate relationship with her because, like I always said, the bitch had one job and she didn't complete it. So, as far as I'm concerned, Tokyo can yell, you know, up and down go crazy say she gonna beat her ass all types of shit because i just feel like that too like i just want to fight her because the bitch had one job she couldn't accomplish it we thought she was going to be taking over the fucking kardashian throne and that's not what's fucking happening so if she would have just been married up in that fucking house it would have been beautiful but the bitch couldn't do that she wanted to be a thought and hoe and this is what happens when you're thought and hoe and stuff um and speaking of thought now, Hoenn, so Love and Hip Hop Hollywood is coming back, and it's some shit going down with filming. So A1 is cheating on Lyrica with the girl that was supposed to be cheating with Offset. And A1 that got into it with Miss, Mr. Ray, then slapped him in the club, and they done filmed it. You know, Mona has people doing a lot of shit. April is on there, and in the cast photo, April does look pregnant. And she looks, you know, big. But, you know, on her Instagram, she showed that her stomach was flat. So, maybe she was just bloated that day. But, you know, she does finally admit about her little fizz. And so, you know, this season should be very interesting. Um, I know a lot of people are just like, okay, what is going on here? Like, wh what is going to be? Like... You know, April is a hoe. And I like I said last week, I think April just wanted her thoughts to come out. It's been waiting to be released and it's finally released and it's out there. And do I think her and Little Fizz make a good couple? I don't even fucking know. I mean, as far as I'm concerned, the things that are coming around is that Little Fizz is broke. So I can't even know what that feels like because I am allergic to broke niggas. So even if I look at a broke nigga, my, my heart drops because I just, I just get so sad and sad. And then I just start itching all over my body because I'm just allergic to them. So even if I just look at a picture of a broke nigga, it just breaks me out. Um, so I don't know what the couple relationship is, but you know, they've been friends for years. So maybe the chemistry is there. Uh, maybe Mona is going to give us something good with love and hip hop Hollywood, but the shenanigans have begun. So, I'm sure she's going to use this pregnancy rumor as the start of her storyline, which is going to be perfectly fine. But we don't we don't need it. I, we don't need K Michelle on there. Like I just don't know why we need this loving this loving hip hop franchise shit. Like this shit needs to go. I need to throw it away right with mellow ass pack it up and send everybody back to fuck the baltimore wherever the fuck they came just send them back but you know hey um <laughs> just send them along just just go you know the lion king is out i actually watched the lion king the original one and i loved it i still cried when my foster died 
it broke a bitch heart okay and i even cried on the scene where you know simba is older and he's running through the forest and he's like yelling you know you said you were going to be there for me, like, but you're not. You know, I cry. I still cry on that part. And then I cry on the part where, you know, he finally meets up with his mother. And then I cry on the part where he, you know, sees his father come out the sky. It's some shit I cry on. And the new Lion King, I'm not going to go see it. Because when I'm not a movie person, for real. And two, I don't feel like people yelling, oh my God, Beyonce. When Nyla starts talking at the end, I, I'm not not for it. So I'm just gonna sit this one out, and when it comes on a fire stick, that's when I will go. Um, she did come out with a good album. Normally, I don't give Beyonce so much credit. Y'all know me; it's like a love and hate relationship with her. But this new album is good. I like it. I love the song "Brown Skin Girl" because. It makes all the the brown skin girls. It encourages them. And it's a shame that Beyonce has to tell you bitches that you're beautiful. But it just encourages and, you know, has society and everybody just look at brown skin girls as different uh, human beings. And it just gives us an oomph. Like, you know, when you listen to that song, you just feel great and powerful about yourself. So I really do love the album. I love that she used a lot of Nigerian artists. Uh, Where's the kid? I like him. Like, you know, just a lot of people on there. Um, so... It was a dope album. Now, my thing is, who the fuck asked Beyonce to do this album? <laughs> like, who the fuck called her and told her, yeah, bitch, release another album, even though we're going to have the Lion King uh, soundtrack, release another one. I don't know who the fuck told her to do it, but guess what? This is all the fuck y'all going to get from her. Y'all ain't going to get nothing else, all right? The twins will be damn near 15, and we not, you're not going to get anything else. They're going to be 15 in high school. So y'all better cherish this. Put this on repeat. Download it as many times as you can. Take, take it and download it on your computers, your YouTube, because you're not getting nothing else. Nothing else is coming out of this. So this is just is all you're going to get. So you better like it, love it, and enjoy it because you're not getting nothing the fuck else. That, that's all it's going to be. All it's going to be. Um, I'm hearing some good reviews. I'm hearing no, not no good reviews. So I, I wouldn't know. I wouldn't know to give a review because I don't understand why they're remaking all the Disney movies, but people break it down to me and I'm just like, oh, okay, but still not understanding or caring. So we'll see. Uh, also there's a lot of black magic with the Emmy nominations. When they see us got a lot of nominations. I think like 15, um, I hope they win something because that's going to speak a volume. Uh, Beyonce also got nominated. So it's a lot of nominations there. So uh, I will be watching uh, to see, you know, who takes home the Emmy. And that's going to be exciting. Um, also, I've seen across my timeline, this Kim and Kanye with this ASAP Rocky. So y'all know I've always been an advocate of Kim helping, you know, the young black brothers and sisters, you know, who were wrongfully convicted, you know, get out of jail or, you know, for small crimes. But this one, Kim, I do not agree with you. Let that nigga rot. Let him be in jail because at the end of the day, he said that he not down with the brown. He not down with the black. He got his bitches 
in California and his bitches that he so let his bitches call Trump and figure out what they're gonna do for him, okay? Because at the end of the day, listen. He ain't give a fuck about us. So you and Kanye, and I know that's Kanye's man, y'all shouldn't give a fuck about him, okay? And at the end of the day, the president didn't even know who the fuck he was. He had to look over at Melania and ask her. And the only reason why she knew is because she's from model agency and, you know, ASAP is into the fashion. So as far as I'm concerned, let his ass stay over there. If anything, President Trump, you can probably get him some better jail conditions. But other than that, he needs to stay over there. I don't give a fuck what he doing. I don't give a fuck how he doing it. I don't give a fuck if a rat is rolling across this thing. Oh, that's right. He not used to rats because he lived in Soho. So that's a whole different thing. But listen, okay? Ain't thought. Ain't thought. And this is one time, Kim and Kanye, I have to let the people tell y'all ass up. Because this shit right here... This shit is on a different level. And as far as I'm concerned, this is a waste of taxpayer dollars and a waste of our fucking time, okay? It's better shit that y'all can ask Trump to do, okay? Better shit. Like, tell Trump, you know, to lower my fucking taxes and shit because the bitch is working, okay, like a damn slave and I can't even get half of my damn money back. So, how about that? But, hey, hey, y'all rich people gonna do whatever, okay? Uh... Another thing that also caught my attention was, um, oh, damn, I forgot. I think, um, damn, I really forgot about it. It just crossed my mind and I forgot. I think it was something, oh, (laughs) I think it was about, um, R. Kelly. He said that he wanted to you know, ask the judge if he can have his computer while he was in jail so he can finish up his album. <laughs> okay, Kills. You want to finish up a fucking album? I think that was the funniest shit I saw across my fucking timeline. Like, not ask the judge, you know, judge, can I be on solitary confinement? So, all these motherfuckers will tear me up. But you wanted to bring in a fucking laptop so you could finish your fucking album. I guess he said shit. If I'm sitting in jail, these gonna be this gonna be the best album y'all gonna get. And if I, if this is my last album, I better go out with a fucking bang. Okay, these lyrics are gonna hit home because I'm sitting and I'm thinking. So this shit is gonna be wondrous. Okay, listen, we ain't fucking thought about no fucking album, boy. All right, we thought. I'm still trying to figure out when they do the fucking Space Jam, who's going to do I Believe I Can Fly for you. Because if they don't keep the original versions since they changed this shit, who we got? Like, do we got the Migos? Do we got Chance the Rapper? Like, who the fuck is going to do I Believe I Can Fly? I ain't thought about no album from you. No last album, the first album, the third one, we ain't thought about it. Okay? But listen, I get it. You're an artist. You have to do your 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 job. You want to be, you know, perfection is the key. I get it. But nigga, nigga, you honestly have to think about, you know, what's going on, okay? And that right there, 
that ain't what's going on, okay? That ain't going to help you at all, okay? At all. Like, it's not even nowhere near helping you. Like, I just don't, I just don't understand how you thought that that was cool. But, I mean, at the end of the, at the, end of the day, maybe he talked to his lawyers and his lawyers or his publicists convinced him that it was, a, you know, a good thing to do. And, you know, speaking of publicists, y'all, why do these people not have good publicists? Listen, if you're an artist or you're someone who's looking for somebody to promote you and make sure that you're doing the correct things, just holler at me, okay? I can be your publicist. These people don't have the right fucking publicist. And it's just crazy because when I think about the ASAP Rocky thing, I'm just thinking about, you know, his whole response. Like, did these people give them the questions or like, you know... Did they say to him, oh, you know what, this is a time where, you know, the Mike Brown situation happened, so they may ask you a question about Black Lives Matter, you know, this is what you should say, like anything to coach them, like that's what you're, that's what you're getting paid for, you're getting paid to coach these artists, and these publicists are just nowhere around, niggas is just collecting checks, and they collecting checks, and these careers are going down the drain, like this shit is crazy to me, but and then in the day, like, who the fuck am I? But that's just something that just came across my mind. I'm just like, you know, who are these people publicists? Who helps them? Who tells them, you know, like, no, you shouldn't say this. This is what you should say. Like, who is that person for a majority of these people? Because I feel like if the majority of these people didn't do or say the things that they did, then half of the shit wouldn't even happen to them. Like, at all. Just like with the whole... Dwight Howard thing like he's doing a fucking interview about his sexual allegations and saying that he's not gay nigga no one is making a big deal about you being gay at the end of the day the question is like are you sure you're not gay because you're doing a whole interview about sexual allegations and videos that came out about you like no one you weren't even a topic of the fucking conversation we now we're on little uzi being my fucking gay we ain't even thought about you you it wasn't even thought in my mind like we didn't give a fuck so you done took and did a whole interview on tv telling us that you're not gay and the stuff that came out about you isn't true and this that and the third my nigga, nobody thought, nobody even cared. So I'm just like shocked as to why he went on to national television doing all this shit. You could have just gave his Instagram post. And I guarantee you, it's probably his publicist said, you know what? You just need to clear your name because this is coming out. This is happening. That's happening. And you know, this, that, and the third, I'm just like, okay. Really? Like, nobody gave a damn. Like, not a so. Nobody gave a damn. So. Oh, so apparently, that little video you heard in the background, that was four. So, I guess four is like getting exposed for his sexual preferences or I guess he's like getting ex- getting exposed for things that he do on the down low or something. Four is the guy that's from Black Ink 
crew Chicago. So it was like a video of him like getting exposed for some shit that I think he did or something. Oh, I think he like eating ass or some shit. Or Oh, so basically this is a video about the girl eating his ass. So the girl is eating his ass. I never heard bitches eating niggas' ass. At all. Like that is not fucking normal. Like I ain't never heard no shit like that. And then he wants his ass like he put his ass up in the air and the girl was eating his ass. Like that ain't no normal shit. Um Yeah, I guess, you know, he got sexual preferences, I guess. And I'm guessing this is what happened. He exactly what wanted happened. to get his ass ate. Tell us on camera what happened. Mm. Wow. That just shocked me. I'm sorry. I'm just looking at the video and that just threw me off with the ass eating. Like, cause I didn't know bitches was out here eating ass. Um, wow. Okay. So that's what bitches is doing. Eating ass. Okay. Well, that twerk something segment has been something. Okay. I don't even think I can even twerk anymore and figure it out and go any further with that. So. Listen, bitches, if you out here eating ass with niggas, please make sure you brush your fucking teeth really good, okay? Because some of these niggas at, oof, okay, let's not even get into it. All right, okay, so what you won't do is take us to the club, but you don't know if it's gay night or not. Okay, so this happened in Atlanta, people. We at the Boogaloo. We got table. My homeboy, homegirl is like, oh, well, you know, we can go here because my friend got a table. He got bottles, whatever. So, you know, when bitches here, niggas got bottles. That's like, ding, ding, ding. We winning. We going to the niggas table with the bottles. So, we leave the club. We go back to the house. We drink some more, whatever. We about to go to the other spot. While we driving to the other spot, she say, rode up to the spot and parked. Oh, I don't know if it's gay night or not. Bitch, how you don't know? Everything in this parking lot is looking gay. Everything. We have a straight guy with us in the car. He stepped his foot out and then whipped it right back in. Your friend that came to the car, he had on a vest. With no shirt. And you telling me you didn't know it was gay night? So what you won't do is tell me no shit like that. And then get there and talk about you didn't know. But I left my whole table. To go follow you thinking that you had some niggas. See that's what I get. Because I was thinking being fast and being fresh. Thinking that she had some niggas. But she had some gay niggas. And ain't nothing wrong with gay guys. Because me being a woman. They party animals. But not when I got a straight guy with me. They gonna be all over him. And ain't nobody gonna be checking for me. What the fuck? So, no, that's what you won't do, okay? And then what you won't do, city boys, is think you won the summer. The summer is still going. The hot girl summer is still happening. We're still up a lot of points. 
okay? So you haven't won the summer yet. So don't deem it, don't claim it. Just let the summer rock out, let it ride out, okay? Because technically the summer is not over until Labor Day. So we still got some time. So as far as I'm concerned, the city boys ain't win shit, okay? So what you won't do is take us to the club, but you don't know that it's gay night when everybody that's in the fucking parking lot is gay. And everybody's going to be checking for my man, but my man not going to be checking for them. And I ain't got nobody checking for me. No. And then what you want to do, city boys, is think you won the summer. The summer ain't over. The high girl summer is still happening. It's still up and running. We still ahead of the summer and taking over the summer. Okay. Okay. So this is episode 86, Savages. Okay. I hope everyone has a wonderful work week, a wonderful Monday. Hope everyone uh, had a good weekend. You can catch us on Google Play, Spotify, SoundCloud, uh, also iTunes. And also you can follow me on Shanghai87, that's my personal, and then Shanghai underscore Chronicles. Yet again, everyone have a wonderful week. I will see you guys next time. And bitches, please, if you out here eating ass, please make sure you brushing your teeth. Okay? Okay. And I'm out. It's cutting into your exercise time. It's stabbing you in the back nine. And it's attacking your peace of mind. It's pain. And it's getting in between you and the life you want to live. CBD Medic targets your pain at its source. It's fast-acting relief with active OTC ingredients, plus the added benefits of THC-free hemp oil. Get back to your life with CBD Medic, available online and at CVS. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. It's cutting into your exercise time. It's stabbing you in the back nine. And it's attacking your peace of mind. It's pain, and it's getting in between you and the life you want to live. CBD Medic targets your pain at its source. It's fast-acting relief with active OTC ingredients, plus the added benefits of THC-free hemp oil. Get back to your life with CBD Medic, available online and at CVS. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease.